0: today we're going to start a new series. And I'm so uh, looking forward to this. Mm-hmm. And w- understand that we're pastors. It's a calling on our lives. Good. Uh, we have an apostolic and a pastoral calling on our lives. So that's what the Lord has raised us up to be and has is, is been growing in us over these last 20 some years. Um, but what is the primary purpose of an apostle? An, a, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, a teacher, the fivefold ministry is. It is to build you up in the reality of Christ, it is to encourage you, to exhort you, to tell you all about who Christ is what he's done for you and who you are in him, to let you know that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that you are a new creation in him. Old things have passed away and all things have become new. It's to bring you that fresh, hot revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's what we're doing. And what's wonderful about this, we can do this because of the age we're living in with the World Wide Web, We we can bring this message around the world With an internet connection, which is amazing. It's
1: amazing. Now,
0: remember, when we're going to get into the scriptures here, remember, in the scriptures, obviously, they didn't have the World Wide Web, right? They actually had to write letters and then send them to the people they wanted to communicate with. All right. So in the New Testament epistles which really begin after Acts, right? You've got Romans and 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 Corinthians and following, those were letters that the apostles were given by revelation of the Holy Spirit. They wrote them with their own hands and then those were delivered to the believers in different homes, different uh, synagogues, different places as far as they could reach. And they would take them and pass them along from home to home. And here we are in Acts 2022, and we're in in Acts 2022, that's exactly what it is, (laughs) the book of Acts. And we're doing the same thing. We're transmitting, we're transferring the Word of God to believers across this nation and around the world. And this time it's it's, uh, via the Internet. And I want you to know this, when you receive an email from us and you get at least one email each week on Friday or Saturday, and and sometimes you'll get one on Wednesday, that is from our hearts to you. Cherish it, treasure it, read it, get in the scriptures, eat it, okay? We want, our, our primary responsibility is to make sure that you are well fed with the goodness of God okay? So this whole ministry is is about building you up in the reality of who you are in Christ, all right? Let's get into this new series. I am very excited about it. (laughs) It is called Only One Thing is Needed, okay? Only One Thing is Needed. Now, would you believe me if I told you That in the whole scope of your life, with everything you have going on, that there is actually only one thing needed in your life. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah. There's only one thing needed in your life. You might say, well, I can think of a lot of things that I, I mean. need in my life. <laughs> I need clothes. I need food. I need shelter. I need a good internet connection. <laughs> right? Right I, up there. I <laughs> need a good job. I need, we could list a long list of things that we could say we need, but we're going to see during this series that actually there is only one thing needed in your life. What is that one thing? Highway family, hear me. The one thing that you need to be actively happening in your life is for you personally to worship the one who made you. If you will cultivate this personal intimacy with the one who made you, everything else will fall into place. So during this series, only one thing is needed. We are going to help you cultivate a singular focus in life. Okay? What is that singular focus? To cultivate your personal Relationship with Christ. To experience Christ where you live. All right? Where you live should be the place that you're experiencing Him more than any other place because it's where you live. So we are we are believing God for every home in this highway network and every every new. Uh, every new connection, every new uh, group joining us, every family for the love and the joy and the peace and the strength and the provision of Christ to begin growing and blossoming, blossoming in every family, in every person's life in this Highway Home Network, all right? But the way for that to happen is to realize that only one thing is needed, isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. We're going to simplify Highway Family. It, it's a wonderful thing to simplify. I reference this regularly, but I think it was used to be a Staples commercial. Maybe it still is. And they have that big red easy, easy button. button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boom. I, I am a fan of easy. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, my yoke is easy.
1: We all are. We all are a fan of easy. Come on, let's just be real. My
0: my, my yoke is easy. Mm-hmm. My load is light. Religious tradition has given you the impression that it's heavy and difficult to follow Christ. No, that's not that's it's not a what Christ of, a lot
1: of things to yeah, do. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's heavy.
0: It's a lot of things. It's actually simple mm-hmm. and it's easy. But listen to me. If If we have not cultivated this singular focus. In other words, our whole life is about one thing, worshiping him, knowing him, growing in relationship with him. If we haven't cultivated this singular focus, then our life is going to be pulled in all kinds of directions. And it's going to get heavy. And it's going to get tiresome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay? So we're going to see that Jesus exhorts us to cultivate this singular focus, this worship, this personal intimacy with Him. And that as we cultivate this, our life will no longer be pulled in all these directions, but we'll begin walking with Him and enjoying His yoke, which is light and easy. Okay, it's awesome. works better for you. Maybe you want to gather in the afternoon or in the evening. Maybe you want to gather a group of people together on Monday night. (gasps) Can we meet on Monday nights? Is that allowed? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You can meet anytime. Mm -hmm. We are free to know God 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So, so this is flexible. It's easy. It's simple. And we want to encourage you to hit that easy button and begin cultivating this singular focus. This is really what church is to be about, worshiping him, knowing him personally. Mm -hmm. Let's look at this. This is awesome. In Luke chapter 10, we're going to start in verse 38. Man, I love this account of the ministry of Jesus. Are you ready? Verse 38. It says, as Jesus and his disciples went on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. I had a grandmother named Martha. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yeah. She was from Finland. Little trivia there for you. Uh, Martha, a woman named Martha, opened her home to him. Good move, Martha.
1: Open your house open to your Jesus. Open your home to
0: Jesus. Mm-hmm. Wise decision. Some people don't do that. That's true. Open highway home network. Mm-hmm. Let's open our homes open to our Jesus. Homes to Jesus. Hallelujah! You want Jesus in your home? He let him let him have free right of way in your home. Hallelujah! She opened her home to him. Oh boy, I wouldn't even. I just leaped off Stay the page right at me there. huh Yeah it means you That Martha knew they were coming it doesn't say so but
1: she wasn't all like uh prepared necessarily no. The attitude was in her heart you can c- come in come You're in welcome
0: here. Yeah here come in no I matter
1: in no matter
0: yeah.
1: if i was prepared no matter if i cleaned up yeah. Just, I I want you here. Yes. And uh, just a simple um, welcoming or acceptance. Yeah. I mean, that's what salvation is, is to open your heart, we say, right? Yeah. To the leading of the Lord, to the Lordship of Jesus Christ yeah. in your life. We, we say we accept him into mm-hmm. our heart is the common phraseology. Yeah. Right. Um, but what is that indicative of? Uh, not that I made preparation, not that I even knew, you know, uh, that I needed, Mm -hmm. but, but that I make a conscious decision to say, yes, I think it's as simple as that. May I come in? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. So a a willingness Mm -hmm. to say yes to the Lord Jesus participating, um, in the most, um, private areas of your life. I mean, home is where, We really live, and yes, that's is. where we want Jesus. Yes. We want that attitude of welcome, yes, uh, you may, yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah. And these are the things we say when guests come, please, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Please, whatever you'd like, wherever you'd like to sit, whatever right. you'd like Have to some of this. talk Have about.
0: Some of that. <laughs>
1: Not only that, but just just please, you can even yeah. get in my stuff if Absolutely. you want. <laughs> Help yourself. Help yourself. Help yourself. Get in my stuff.
0: Mi casa es su casa, right? That's
1: right. That's right. <laughs>
0: Jesus, our home is your home.
1: Yeah.
0: Man, I love that.
1: Man. Your I,
0: ways. I
1: like that too.
0: Your ways are practiced here. Who you are is known here.
1: You know, I mean, it's always always a little joke, but when you have somebody in your house, you know the joke that they're going to be nosing around your medicine cabinet (laughs) (laughs) in the bathroom. I think there's probably like a... You know, sitcoms about that back in the day. I'm thinking Dick Van Dyke or something. I'm not sure, but nevertheless, what what you're saying is, you take that. You know that is possible. There's that risk there um, that when you invite someone into your home, they're going to peek into places they might not or shouldn't. But you know, maybe you've even done it. They might
0: see the socks (laughs) under your bed. (laughs) But
1: that's what I'm saying about Jesus. All the more uh, to Jesus to say to him, come on in. You can nose around uh, where I might not want you to nose around, yeah. but you're welcome in my house. So I love that. I love that. Martha welcomed him.
0: Opened her home to into him. Into
1: her house.
0: Now look at this. This is really amazing. She had a sister called Mary. Now, who was the brother of Martha and Mary? Lazarus, Lazarus. right? Mm-hmm. Came very close friends with Jesus, right? Lazarus was was later raised from the dead by Jesus, right? So this is a great relationship that started by opening their home home to him. Aren't you glad you opened your home to Jesus?
1: Come on. I'm just going to pause here too, because for those of you who are looking for relationships, uh, open your home, Yeah, (laughs) you know, everybody is like, where, you know, where do I find friends? Yeah, yeah. Well, you fellowship. know, fellowship. Fellowship. Open your home.
0: Absolutely.
1: Open your home. Yeah. And, you know, I think that the most intimate and closest friendships are those that you share with those yeah. who have come into your home.
0: Sure.
1: So, you know, I think that this idea of opening your home mm-hmm. might be key yeah. to some of the relationships that you are looking for in your in your life, yeah. um, you wonder where they are where yeah. why don 't I have any friends? Yeah. Well, have you opened your home mm-hmm. um, and of course we 're talking about first to Jesus, but Joseph, you said yeah. this relationship between Jesus and these sisters yeah. and brother was very strong, yeah. um, and how did that happen i 'm sure that wasn 't just once he was at their house, so you know, opened, yeah. so just resultingly by opening your home to Jesus resultingly the relationships in your life will also uh, be impacted and
0: strengthened you know i've got pages of notes here but we are endeavoring to just be led by the holy spirit during our time together so uh and and how that works the holy spirit's in us he's in you but as we're going through the scriptures and talking he'll impress things upon us sometimes those are in our notes sometimes they're not (laughs) okay but that's part of the fun of walking with him but uh, I was reminded as you were sharing that before we were married, we we're in our 28th year of marriage. Mm-hmm. So before we were married, the pastor who married us, we were in Northwest Ohio. He, they shared a book with us about the home. Mm-hmm. And boy, it was powerful. But it was the whole idea, okay, here you are becoming husband and wife. You're going to live in a home together. Realize that your home is the primary place of ministry. And think of your home as the place of ministry because mm-hmm. that's where you live. That's where you are. It's where your wife is. It's where Christ is, right? And 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 see your home as a place where people come and receive the hospitality, mm-hmm. the love, the joy, and the peace of Jesus Christ. And we have had so much fun in our homes mm-hmm, over the mm-hmm, years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a fun place to be. Mm-hmm. You know, we're playing a clue, or cards or or just having coffee and shouting and hollering or, or yes, watching right. football mm-hmm. or Bible studies or singing or whatever we're doing, it's a place for people to experience the presence and the peace of Jesus Christ. Man, that's so good. So we wanna encourage you to think of where you live differently. It's a place for people to experience him. So she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he said. Mm. All right, look at her posture. Look at the posture that she assumed. So Martha opens her home to Jesus and her sister Mary is really excited about that, right? Jesus comes in. What does Mary do? She waits upon him. She is so attentive to him. She sits at his feet, listening to what he said. That is a posture of worship. Mm. All right? She's all about Jesus. Okay? Now, verse 40, but Martha was distracted. By all the preparations that had to be made, she came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Wow. So we've got us two sisters here in the same situation, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but a very different focus and a very different response, right? So Mary is having a great time. Why? Because she is captivated. She She is focused on Jesus. She is realizing that listening to him, sitting at his feet, that's all she needs. Martha, on the other hand, has this concept that things need to be done. She sees, she has a perception of what should be happening right. during this time. And it's keeping her from receiving from Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. She says, Lord, don't you care?
1: <laughs> oh, my.
0: Now, that's quite a statement, right? Wow. We, we could take on this attitude that God doesn't care. Because our perception of what's going on in our situation really is not focused on Him. It's focused on what we think we need or what we think should be happening. Mm-hmm. And as a result, we get this idea that our pastors don't care, right. that Jesus doesn't care. Right?
1: right. Not right. true right. at all. Right. Right. Right.
0: We didn't reposition ourselves to Oklahoma, big move. And go to all these thousands of dollars of expense and challenge and sacrifice because we don't care. We did it because we do care. Because we want you to experience him in a greater way. We want this nation to be transformed. Mm-hmm. We want people around the world to see Christ in their homes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's saying, Don't you care that my sister left me?
1: That's amazing.
0: To do the work by myself, tell her to help me. Now look at Jesus' response. I love Jesus. He realizes what life is all about. He's not confused in any way. He knows exactly why we were created and the meaning of our life. Do you know there are, there no one else knows that but him. No one else understands you like he understands you. No one else knows your true identity like he does Why? Because he created you. He made you in his image. And he knows what the meaning of your life is, the purpose of your life. He understands you. He actually knows you better than you know yourself. So he says, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered. You are worried and upset about many things. That's what he says, verse 42. Mm. But only one thing is needed. That's the title of our series. This is part one. We'll continue next week. Only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Mm. Let's read that again. Martha, Martha. Here's, I mean, Martha is upset. Yes. And she is demanding that Jesus reprimand her sister.
1: Right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But Martha's
0: actually wrong. Sometimes we get upset
1: man, oh man, oh man. and we want
0: people to, to change what they're doing.
1: Come on. But the
0: truth is, we're wrong. We shouldn't be upset. <laughs> I mean, have we seen this in the church We've a lot? We've seen this. We've been in the body of Christ We've for a long time now. <laughs> and it's, it's an interesting role being Amen. a pastor. It's an
1: interesting role.
0: Because you get to see the ins and outs, the pretty, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Sure. Uh, but boy, have we seen this? You know, people get upset. Right with you, but we realize it's not what you're doing. Right, it's their perception of what you should be doing.
1: What you should be doing, and people
0: will tell you you shouldn't. You you should. should This is what church should be, right? (laughs) You should have this kind of of flooring. You should have this kind of lighting. You should you should sing this kind of music. You should uh, talk about these kind of things. That people have a perception of what church should be, but church is people.
1: Church is people. Mm-hmm. People
0: worshiping Christ. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, there's no there's no worship band in, Mar- Mary's, in Martha's house.
1: In her house, no? mm
0: What? They're not singing any uh, elevation tunes right
1: mm-hmm. now? <laughs> it's not piped in every room. No, oh, no,
0: no. <laughs> there are people gathered in the home listening to Jesus. Some of them were. Mm-hmm. Some were kind of doing their own thing, right? Martha was stressed listen, there's no worship music happening here. They're not in a public building. They're in their home and they're, they're experiencing Christ. Those who are focused on him, right? So, uh, we want, we want, boy, this is, it's kind of radical getting simple, isn't it? It's kind of radical getting back to Mm -hmm. the basics of what God wants in our lives, because we you know some of us have been in church for decades mm-hmm. and boy we th- we have this idea that church has got to be this it's got to be that it's got to have this but there's there's no worship music happening here there are no ministry programs mm-hmm. there's no, you know this is this is just Jesus and them listening to him that's what this highway Hope well, network is. I think
1: it goes back not yep. to the surroundings or the atmosphere or where Singular but focus. the positioning of the heart to receive. Yep. And I think this is very yeah, important huge. to say here Ooh. that this the singularity of our focus mm-hmm. is what enables us to receive from the Lord. Yes. Yes. If we Uh, are distracted, if we're worried, as Martha was, it does inhibit or prevent our receiving from the Lord. And so to settle ourselves, to settle the worries, to not be uh, running around concerned and worried about all the outside factors, but to quiet ourselves and to have an attitude that we are... Uh, needing to receive from the Lord. So all kinds of things can be going on. But when our attitude is, I need, uh, it is my singular priority to hear what the Lord would say Mm. um, and to quiet all my thoughts and to quiet all my they should, she should, he should, to quiet all of that and to Mm. submit it to the Lordship of Jesus Christ and to to have a singular attitude of heart that i'm i'm in need mm-hmm. of receiving what the lord has to say.
0: Yeah.
1: Not Martha didn't seem to well even worse than not needing to receive from the lord. She's yeah. she's telling him you don't care. She's already decided i you don't you haven't given me anything yet. So yeah. right, i'm right. over here, you know, trying to cover all the bases because right. she had an attitude He hasn't paid attention to her yet. (laughs) When in actuality, it was our, it's on us to have that uh, singularity of focus so that we can receive. We determine what we receive from the Lord. Our heart attitude determines what we receive from the Lord. Whether we think the Lord has uh, neglected us, forgotten us, Mm -hmm, uh, doesn't mm -hmm. care about us, or whether we receive the very words of life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The
1: very things we need.
0: The truth is he cares deeply for you.
1: That is right. And I want to
0: hold this thought right so here. Good. Are we okay on the live network? Because yes. um, I, I just saw a text here. that. It's so good. Facebook is good? It's
1: good. All is good. And
0: YouTube is good? I think all someone's on YouTube. Okay. Okay, but the live platform is all not all working? All is good.
1: Uh, it's all is good. okay
0: so we're we're I'm, i apologize for the that the live so,
1: platform is where you want to be highway Church. Well, no well or actually
0: or i don't something? think i think it's down that's what oh, we're talking about yeah so uh, i have it here you have it here is it okay. okay that's all right so for some reason our live platform but you're on i'm on
1: mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm.
0: i'm not sure what's going on but you're, not, you're not working okay so we're not sure what's happening we apologize for that but we'll we're just, just gonna keep forward. going okay mm-hmm. so this is powerful so listen to me this singular focus of worshiping christ will change your attitude if you don't have this singular focus you're actually going to develop an attitude that is contrary to what god wants to do in your life right okay you're going to get upset yes you're going to be worried yeah you're going to be frustrated okay
1: accusatory
0: accusatory (laughs) like don't you care why'd you do that and boy, I'm telling you, listen, we're all people. We can all relate to this. Yes, we can. And I've seen in my life, in my own heart, when I get away from this singular focus, I start getting nitpicky. Snappy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. snappy
0: with people, snappy with believers, snappy with pastors. They should do this. They and that's how we get when we had, when we uh, move away from this singular focus, okay? When you cultivate this worship, like Mary, when, you're, when you've determined, I'm going to sit at the Lord's feet, I'm going to worship, I'm going to listen to what he has to say in my life on a daily basis, I'm going to plug into this Highway Home Network, I'm going to listen to what the Holy Spirit has to say to me, your attitude will change. Yes. And you will go from being upset and worried to being happy, yes. joyful, and at peace. It's powerful. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. Don't let anyone take that away from you. You cultivate that that worship with Christ. You cultivate this singular focus that my life from now on is all about knowing him. It's all about growing in intimacy with him and experiencing him. You know, um, this is so transforming. And as I was looking at this scripture... Uh, I was reminded, well, I like what Jesus says here um, in verse 42. It says, Mary has chosen what is better. That's exactly right. That goes back to what you're saying. That's
1: exactly right. Mary has
0: chosen. In other words, listen, come on, we're all people here. Let's let's be real. Every day we choose what to focus on, right? And I get it. I mean, there are a lot of options out there. And the world is calling to you daily to focus on what the world says you should focus on. Right? There are all kinds of, of social media outlets and uh, stations and to saying, "Focus on me, focus on me, like what, like us, follow us." Um, but you know, it really the only one who can determine what we're focusing on is us, right? And so here's two women, sisters nonetheless, in the same home, same situation, but they're focusing on something very different in the midst of their situation, okay? So listen, Hmm. in our lives, all of us have things we could choose to worry about. All of us. All of us have things we could choose to be upset about. Do you hear me? All of us, okay? All of us have things that we can look at that seem to be not as they should be, all of us, to one degree or another, okay? So it's not a question of not having those things or or being in a different situation. It's a question of choosing what is better, choosing to focus on worshiping him in the midst of the way things currently might appear. That's right. Mm -hmm. In the midst of our current situation, we, we realize that hearing from the Lord is what we're all about. Hearing from the Lord, worshiping Him is what we need for our situation to change. Worshiping him, cultivating this singular focus. It's the focus we need to strengthen ourselves and enable ourselves to rise above our situation and move forward into the fullness of what the Father has for us, okay? I wanna, oh boy, I, I, I tell you what, I just want there's so many things that i prepared, uh, but it's all right, we'll get there, we'll get there. Um, hearing from him, worshiping him is the only thing needed in life. And that, it's, it's, it's it's where we are, guys. It's it's what we need to focus on. Uh, We're Mm -hmm. in September now. School's back in session. A lot of activities going on. A lot of, directions we could be pulled, Mm -hmm. but don't allow anything to pull you away from the one focus of worshiping and knowing Christ, okay? So um, there's a scripture I wanted to get to. I hope I can, I'm not sure. I wanted to get to Isaiah chapter 40 uh, from this posture of Mary, Martha's sister. She's sitting at Jesus' feet. She's listening to the Lord. She's so attentive to him.
1: Yes. You know, I, I just want to say this before yeah. we leave here. Isn't Jesus so gracious and so beautiful? He he yeah. just got done being accused of not caring. Yeah. And then he looks at Martha, the one who accused him, yeah. and says, doesn't accuse back. No. But simply reads her where she is and says, yeah. you're worried and troubled.
0: About many things.
1: You're worried and troubled. mm mm-hmm. Um, and and Jesus, you know, had he just left it at that, mm. maybe you could say he accused. But after reading her, after identifying right where she is, you're worried and troubled, he mm. invites her uh, to a different position. And so you may be worried and troubled. Yeah. Um, and Jesus reads us right where we are, but he doesn't leave us there. He invites us. And this is the beauty of Repentance, changing your mind. I will Mm -hmm. make a choice to have this singular focus, to do what he's using Mary as the example. Mary's given a choice to do uh, Mm -hmm. and to have the attitude and to be um, as the example that Jesus is giving her. So how gracious. He doesn't just shoot Mm. back at her after being accused. He reads her where she is. He knows us where we are. And I just want to relay that before we leave here, that Jesus knows where we are Absolutely. better than we know where we are. Yeah. He can read us correctly. Um, I'm sure Martha felt justified in what she was saying, but she was wrong. Mm-hmm. And for Jesus to come in and gently say, I'm, I see you, no I'm identifying where you're there. at and I'm inviting you to come to a different place. Mm. And I think that's so beautiful. That he doesn't just leave us there and mm. rebuke us, but he, he reads us mm. and then invites us to a different place, which is the same place he is, really yeah. invites us to himself.
0: Yeah. There's no condemnation. Uh, you know, this is the heart of God we're talking about. This is, he doesn't look down on you. All of us have had bad attitudes. All of us at one time or another have said things and done things we shouldn't have done. All of us lost at one point or another, <laughs> lost sight of our true focus in sure. life. All of us. Don't get down about that. Don't be discouraged about that. Just make a shift. Right? So this is and you know it's important to Excuse me. um understand where where our focus is. And here's a way of locating Am I worried? Am I frustrated? Am I upset? Well, those are indicators to tell me that my focus is off. I've I've shifted from the singular focus of worshiping Jesus to many other things. (laughs) And that's really it. You shift from the singular focus, and many things are going to be your focus. Mm -hmm. It's not like one or two. All of a sudden, (laughs) I've got to fix this. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. I've Mm got to be over here. I've got to call it. And all of a sudden, woo. You know, you, you're frustrated. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's allow the Holy Spirit, let's allow the word that we just read to locate our focus. You know, and that's like flying in an airplane. Uh, I've had the privilege of flying on a lot of planes over the years and, uh, you know, and even going up into the cockpit and say, hey, what's going on up here? And can't do that much anymore these days. Um, but they have instruments. There's times where really their visibility out their window is zip out. You know, but their instruments locate them and give them focus. Well, our spirit is like that. It Mm -hmm. will locate Mm -hmm. us. So, you know, if you're, these are, these are uh, warning signs. Am I worried? Am I upset? Am I frustrated? That means my focus has shifted. Okay. I need to get back to worshiping him. All right. And I'm just going to trust him to accomplish the things that concern me. Hallelujah. This is so good. I really wanted to get to Isaiah 40, but you know, I don't want to rush this. Okay. And we're just, we're gonna be led by the Holy Spirit in our time together. And listen, after this broadcast is over, encourage one another in Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. That's what this network is so uh, geared for. We have this time together, this live stream where we're pouring into your life, we're sowing the good news of, of Christ into your life, we're building you up in the word and then you can just talk about it together. You can take this study further. Let the Lord lead you in your homes and your apartments and 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 let him lead you to other scriptures. Talk about them. Say, "Wow, you know what? That were, that reminds me of this scripture." And, "Hey, look over here in John 15. Wow, that's see how that ties together and just build each other up in the word." Right. This is what the New Testament church does.
1: And pray for one another. Yeah. yeah and then
0: mm-hmm. pray for one another. And you know you say, "What? You say, well, "This is hard for me. I'm just I'm, I need help. I need prayer. Yeah, that's all yeah. right. We all do. That's what this network's <laughs> all prayer. about. You're, having, you're with someone. You're, even if you're just with yourself and one other person, you know, or if it's just you and us right now, you can hit the prayer button and say, pray for me.
1: Yes. You know,
0: and we'll pray for you. Mm. We will pray for you. And it's just as powerful as if we were physically in your presence because the Holy Spirit, there is no distance between us and you in the realm of the spirit okay? So good. Hallelujah. This is so good. And, um, so next week we're going to continue with this and I'm going to, I want to take you into Isaiah 40 from Luke 10. It's just so powerful. Um, and, and see the the benefits of cultivating this singular focus. So only one thing is needed. It's a new series. It's hot off the press and, uh, boy, don't miss one broadcast of it. Um, I'm thinking of Mary's posture before the Lord. And, you know, obviously there's the physical posture. She's she's at his feet.
1: Yeah. Wow. Right up tight and close. Close. (laughs) Right there. Right.
0: But this closeness with the Lord is something we want in every area of our lives. That's right. And every time we gather, um, we are purposeful. To help you cultivate this, and we uh, want to cultivate this in our marriage. If you're married, Andre and Abby, woo! <laughs> right? Uh, uh, in your family, with your children, uh, with your parents, with your friends, uh, w- wherever you live. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, part of our personal lives is our finances, and I've heard of. I even think just recently, the last so many months, a lot of talk about tithing and should we tithe and should, or shouldn't we tithe? And I understand that, you know, um, there's a lot of misunderstanding about God and finances. Mm -hmm. The reality is Jesus was made poor on the cross so that you might be made rich. It is God's will for you to be rich. And that might sound crazy, that might sound unscriptural to you, and I understand that, but I need to say it anyway, okay? If you will rightly divide the scriptures, you will see that the blessing of the Lord brings wealth and adds no sorrow to it. I think I just quoted like three scriptures to you in the last (laughs) 30 seconds, okay? I don't always give you the chapter... Uh, and verse and book, but I, you you dig in for yourself and find it, okay? But why is that important? You know, um, as far as tithing goes, um, in the Bible, there are different seasons, different covenants. And for simplicity's sake, and that's fine, we divide the the Bible into the Old Testament and the New Testament, right. or the Old Covenant and the New Covenant. When we talk about the old covenant, actually we're referring to a period of time of about 1500 years. It's the Mosaic covenant. It began on Mount Sinai, okay, with with the writing of the 10 commandments in stone. And that's when, when the Levitical priesthood, the system of worship began. But actually prior to the Mosaic covenant, we have about 2500 years from Adam up to Moses. And the most powerful covenant that we see in the scriptures is the Abrahamic covenant. And that's what the New Testament is built on. It's not built on the Mosaic covenant. So we see this covenant between God and man that came by faith. It was was our father, Abraham, okay? Abraham believed God. There were no 10 commandments in Abraham's day. There was no Levitical priesthood. There was no uh, Moses. He lived 400 some years before all that. He was a man walking with God and it was all based on what God directed him to do. Okay, so when Christ appeared to Abraham as Melchizedek, Christ delivered him and his family. Abraham, there was no command. Abraham responded to Christ and worship the Lord with 10%, a tie, that's what it means in the Bible, 10% of all that he had. Why did he do that? And Christ didn't command him to do it. It was a love. It was a response of gratitude. So get away from the command, this command mentality, this, this stone tablet mentality. And do come we, into do we love. have to? Do yeah. we not have come to? Come into love. <laughs> You know, I I never read a series of commandments about what I have to do as a husband. Well, I mean, sure, I've read. I've read the. I know the Ten Commandments. I can recite them all to you. And but, but love teaches us what to do. That's 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 the new commandment, right? Mm -hmm. Love thinks no evil, right? Love does no evil to one another. Love thinks the best of one another. Love teaches us to worship God with our finances. So I want to encourage you that if you're, if you're going through some challenging times financially, begin to worship God with your money, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not out of fear, not because there's a commandment. I believe personally in the New Testament, there is no new commit. there is no commandment to time, mm-hmm. that it's all based on love. And you'll see that in the book of Acts, they went way beyond 10 percent. They're selling property. They're bringing the proceeds into the ministry of the kingdom of God, laying it at the apostles' feet. That's very powerful, but it's a love response. So we want to take just a a few moments here to give you that opportunity. And and I get it. If you're challenged, you know, experiencing challenges financially, begin to trust God with your finances. Mm -hmm. Speak to the bills. Speak to any debt that you're facing. Talk to it. Speak the word of God over your financial life. Begin to believe God to increase and prosper you because that is his will for your life. Realize the blessing of the Lord is upon you now Mm -hmm. because of Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. And that blessing is bringing wealth into your life and adding no sorrow to it. So we encourage you to just trust him. Worship him in your finances, you know, and if you've got a budget together, we think that's great. And we, we enjoy, uh, you know, categorizing our revenue and expenses and looking at the, the, the charts and how much goes here and how much goes there and what's coming in from where. It's fun to do, but we're trusting in the Lord. And we've been doing that. I, I've been doing it 30 some years mm-hmm. now, and we've been married 28, you know, and it's just wonderful to watch the blessing of the Lord move in our finances. So you can worship the Lord in your finances. Go to our website, highwaychurch.us. Just click on give in the menu. You can text your worship. It's all on the screen there to 508 502 7733. You can send a check in the mail to Highway Church to our P.O. Box. We encourage you to cultivate this singular focus oh my, of worship money, yeah. in your finances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. God will take you from lack to abundance in a very powerful Mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Let's pray together Mm -hmm. and we'll finish this broadcast. Father, we worship you with our money. We worship you with our time. We worship you with our talents. We worship you with our resources. We worship you with all that we are. Father, thank you for this time together. Bless this Highway Home Network. Bless the people gathered around who you are, what you've done, and who we are in you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And then this time, following this broadcast, thank you for sweet fellowship by your spirit among this highway family. Thank you for teaching us more about you, for strengthening us, equipping us, and moving us forward into the fullness of your plan for our lives. In Jesus' name.
1: Amen.
0: Amen. We love you, Highway Family. Yes, we do. We're going to continue uh, next time yeah. But Only One Thing is Needed. We'll see you then. God is so good. We want to invite you to continue to grow in the knowledge of His goodness, who He is, what He's done for you, and who you are in Him. Check out our websites at josephbosco.us and highwaychurch.us and begin living the abundant life He came to give you.